Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Mnemonics. You know, that tool that's used to help us remember certain facts. I mean, we use them all the time. For instance, transition awareness breathing. Tab. (laughs) That's the first thing I thought about. I wanted something catchy. But transition awareness breathing is such a long name. So the mnemonic that I use for transition awareness breathing is TAB. We use them all the time. And this week, I had the pleasure of teaching a new mnemonic to my elementary student class that I teach transition awareness breathing to. And I'd like to share with you that experience because I think maybe some of the information that we talked about this week will help you and your family. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Tab! But before we get started, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Tab Podcast to you. And to my producers, I would like to thank Mary Lou and Sam for making Tab available to you wherever you are at. Let's get started. So, I conduct two virtual Tab Transition Awareness Breathing sessions a week. And my students are so awesome. I have to tell you, I am amazed. They do so well in being open in learning concepts about mindfulness, relaxation, breathing, and awareness. We play games and we practice. And, you know, I know that they've been in class all day long. So I keep my sessions short, 15 minutes. And we just have a really fun time. And what I find is the time goes by really, really fast. And so what we're working on this week that I'd like to share with you is mindful talking. And I know we've talked about mindful speech and mindful words. I came across some information for my students because, you know, they're young and they have so much that they're learning. I always try to find something that will help them remember these concepts and principles of mindfulness, relaxation, breathing, and awareness. And one thing that I came up with, well, I didn't come up with, but I came across um, in doing my search was 
the mnemonic apple. The resource where I got this mnemonic from is called getselfhelp.co.uk. So I wanted to mention my resource so that if you would like to go and, you know, pull this information up, you'll know where to find it. And I wanted to give credit where the credit is due. I'm not endorsing any products or any website. I just wanted to relay to you my resource. So the mnemonic apple stands for and represents a great summary of mindful talking. The A stands for acknowledge. P, pause. Then the P, pull back. L, let go. And then the E, explore. I thought that was so creative. So, acknowledge means, as I told my students, Acknowledge means to notice and be aware of your own feelings, anything that's uncertain or any feelings that comes to mind. Pause means stop, pause, don't react. Sometimes when unexpected things occur and if we don't pause, sometimes we say things or do things and they may not be the best response. So pausing is very important in mindful speaking. Pull back involves kind of seeing yourself from the outside. It's telling yourself that you're recognizing that your body is is anxious or you're feeling a little down and that you are not going to give in to the feeling and that this is just a thought. So, you know, when you pull back, you're kind of pulling back and looking at yourself from a different perspective, from an outside perspective. And you're not going to allow yourself to believe that you are your thoughts because thoughts come and go and thoughts are they're part of our emotional responses and um you know different things triggers different thoughts but it doesn't mean that we are that thought and so we're just going to let that thought pass because it's just a thought is is not anything that we have done is not anything that we have said and in addition to that we're not going to judge ourselves we're not going to judge ourselves for the thoughts that we're having because what we're doing is we're processing our our mind is processing our response to what has been said and that's that's normal right let go is the next letter in the mnemonic. Let go means to let go of the thought or the feeling. 
we're not going to hold on to it. We're going to let it pass. We're, we're not going to keep that, that thought and that feeling, and, and we're not going to ruminate over it, and we're not going to uh, allow it to fester grudges and, and any kind of other negative response. We're going to really let it go. Let it go. We're going to take a breath and blow it away. You can imagine that if we just take a breath in and just let it go. And we're going to let that feeling, we're going to let that thought just go away. And then the E, we're going to explore. Exploring means to explore the present moment, the, the, the time right now. Everything right now, what's going on? What's going on with my breathing? What's going on with the sensations of my feelings and, and my breathing? We're going to notice how we're going to just bring ourselves back down to a calmness. And in addition, we can also, as we're exploring our response, we can also explore what we have learned. And that's what I I added to uh, my talk with my students in teaching them this mnemonic is because I think it's important that everyone at some time or another has a response to some event or situation. And um, it gives us an opportunity to use a situation as a learning situation. And that I, I really feel strongly about because it helps us look at our lives from a growth mindset point of view. And so when we're looking at our experiences from a growth mindset point of view, it puts a lot of pressure off of us because it realizes, we realize from a growth mindset point of view that none of us are perfect and no one is 100% right. We all make mistakes. We all say things that, oops, did I say that? And um, it also, it really um, promotes and makes us feel good about working hard and the effort that we're taking to say mindful words and mindful actions. You know, it, it kind of, um, um, may I say, reward the effort more than reward the outcome of something because, you know, we're all at different levels. We're, we all have different experiences and so I really love um, bringing in that growth mindset uh, point of view with my students and 
you know, when I start teaching them, that's the that's one of the first things that I uh, teach them is that in our class, we're going to see things from a growth mindset point of view. And uh, many times I have brought different projects that I'm working on uh, to my class and I wa- I allow them to watch me uh, process through making different projects so they can see that Miss Eartha makes mistakes and I don't throw things on the floor. I don't have to say bad words. You know, I may say, oh, that didn't work. I'm disappointed. Oh, let's try it again. And so, you know, children are so awesome. I love children. And they learn not so much from things that we say, but they learn so much from what they see and what we do. And so I like to provide my students that opportunity to not to see a finished product, but many of my students see a product um, that is is in the works. Um, and so with that said, as I was presenting this information to them, uh, you know, I made a little slideshow for them. Well, actually, it was a little, um, little movie for them. And one of my students says, Miss Eartha, she's raising her hand. And I said, yes, that apple looks kind of strange. Well, on my slide, I had a picture of an apple. I just pulled an apple out of the refrigerator and kind of stuck it in this presentation. You know, I cropped it. You know, it was sweating. You know how you take an apple out of the refrigerator and begins to develop some um, sweat on it. And so, you know, it wasn't the perfect uh, looking apple, but uh, I I just wanted to give them a visual. Um, Realizing that because if we were in class, if we were on face-to-face class, each one of my students what I would do is give them an apple. And so instead of doing that in a virtual environment, I just pulled an apple out of the refrigerator. And I was so happy that she brought to my attention that that apple, you know, it doesn't look like a perfect apple on a regular slide. And I told her, I said, you are so observant. And I am so happy that you recognize that this apple looks so different because it is. It's right out of my refrigerator and I took a picture of it on the counter and I praised her for for being aware and noticing the difference. And then we went into a discussion and that's so awesome. You know, these children I think my the the oldest um, child in my class. I think the oldest one is either in third or fourth grade, <laughs> and so you know it's great having open discussions with them, and um, you know they are free and safe to participate. And I let them use the chat buttons and the little uh, stickers with their hands and all silly things like that because it makes them comfortable, they're listening, and they are participating. And with repetition, you know, you know, of of course, I repeat what I've taught. And I hope that they remember that funny looking apple that Miss Eartha had on her slide. And one other principle that I use and concept that I use that I have learned is also to bring in music So not only using 
mnemonics, but also using music. And you, my Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast listeners, know how much I use music in producing this uh, podcast. I do the same thing with my students. So that is something that I have used for many years in my teaching experience. Uh, in nursing school, now personally, it's sometimes hard for me to remember mnemonics <laughs> because what happens is I remember the mnemonic, but I forget what the letters stand for. And I just get off track. I start making up stories. And I think that is because all for a long, long time, in the back of my mind, I've always wanted to be a writer. And so my mind just takes off. My imagination starts to think about things that has nothing to do with the mnemonic. But I just really had to, to um, bring myself back and, you know, using mnemonics as a tool has been a has been a challenge for me but this one um is very very helpful because what i've learned and in my teaching experience um in teaching adults and teaching children that if they have a visual that uh, that helps with the mnemonic because why because we're we're using all different senses. We're using our sight. We're using our speech. We're using our touch. And in in music, you know, we're using rhythm. So we're using all parts of our senses and our way of communicating to um, remember and to grasp different concepts. And so um, I think it's awesome that there's so much re research and resources out there available that supports these theories of learning and teaching. And one resource that I'd like to share with you that supports music in learning um, and also uh, behavior regulation is by Dr. Lynn Kennedy. Uh, her 70 play activities for better thinking, self-regulation, learning, and behavior. And she has some awesome and fun um, ideas on teaching children or teenagers or anybody different concepts, it's using rhythm and different beats. And so anyway, I encourage you to uh, check that resource out as well. So what does that have to do with the apple? Well, I just brought the... Apple um, mnemonic into a little bit of a rhythm to help my students remember. So I had them clap, and we and we just kind of used. It follows like this: acknowledge, pause, pull back, let go, explore. Acknowledge, pause, pull back, let go, explore. Acknowledge, pause, pull back, let's go, explore. And that's how we do mindful talking. Acknowledge, pause, pull back, let's go explore. Acknowledge, pause, pull back, let's go explore. And so the children are singing and we're clapping and it's just so much fun. 
I wanted to share that with you. And I hope that you will share it with your friends, your family, your children. Um, what I will do is I will put a copy of my resources on my new Transition Awareness Breathing Facebook page. And um, I'll see if I can put a link on, on that page and so that you can um, have access to all my resources and all the podcasts are there, of course. Um, but try it. And it's a very great tool. It's easy to remember. You look at an apple and now you can think of mindful talking. Thank you so much for joining me today in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. And I want to tell you a little, one little thing is that I'm working on a new series on mindful pets. And I am working and doing a lot of research on that. And I am looking forward to sharing those episodes with you. Keep coming back. Keep tuning in to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. And I hope you have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.